0: Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and right now the season finale, series finale of uh, Secret Invasion. I'm Alex.
1: (laughs) I'm Justin.
0: I'm Pete. And as mentioned, we are going to be talking about episode six, Home. So if you haven't checked it out on Disney Plus, please do because we're going to spoil it away at the end. Here we get a bunch of big things go down as Nick Fury takes the fight directly to Gravic, except he doesn't. It turns out it's Gaia pretending to be Nick Fury. He, she, and Gravic both get in the Super Scroll Machine, and she gets the powers of the entire MCU, making her the, the most powerful character in the MCU. And by the end of the episode, she is teamed up with Olivia Colman's character. Meanwhile, Olivia Coleman's character, who I'm not going to learn the name of, is teamed up with Nick Fury (laughs) to talk to the president to try to reveal that Don Cheadle is a Skrull. They do by taking a very long time to shoot him in the head. And ultimately, that turns the president racist. And then the entire world turns against (laughs) Skrulls, shoots the British prime minister in the head, who is not a Skrull, mind you. Everything is destabilized. And Sam Jackson goes back to space with his wife in the end.
1: Wow. Honestly, I have nothing to add That's plenty <laughs> this, uh, this
0: show, Pete I want to turn to you first because you were like This was on an upswing the past couple of episodes I know how I feel I think it's pretty obvious based on the way that I just Recapped this, but I don't want To discount you, how'd you feel? Did you, Did you, hey, were you thanks happy for, with the uh
2: yeah, finale Just real here? quick, what, what it took uh, 18 years to do in a podcast, so you don't want to discount me? I did this me? last hey, week as well uh, I did that last week well. yeah, <laughs> we did this.
1: I'll take, I the, would I'll, never,
2: take the, I'll take the win every week. Okay. Uh, I, I, would I, never,
1: think, I would never discount you, Pete. Listen, I always pay listen, full man, price.
2: I, I, the way that I like to refer to it is I sort of Marvel flipped my perspective. Well, thank you for teeing <laughs> that up for me because we, each episode we're getting less and less of a – there's no flip. There's no comics. It just says the Marvel logo, and that's how much they don't believe in the show. No, they're no, they're no. They're taking time. their name
1: off it. No time. They're taking their name off
0: it.
2: They got to yeah. type 37 minutes. minutes.
0: Yeah, 37 minutes.
2: Thirty three uh, minutes, including credits. But we got to sit through a full, <laughs> yeah. shitty Secret Invasion fucking title card sequence that fucking blows. All right. Uh, watch watch <laughs> the language, okay?
0: No. <laughs> I, uh, kids, uh, man, unfortunately, watch going. this show.
2: Well, hey, yeah. you know what, Kids in real life people swear okay so welcome <laughs> to the real world good fucking luck man i hope you do great all right wow. here we go so yeah i can't um, tell if he's
1: happy or mad let's see i guess
2: i think it's uh, this was an upsetting episode there was so much jammed in here we got a super scroll fight that was downplayed uh i and and fast forwarded i i just uh that was could have been such a cool thing to have um, you know, we were just fast forwarding through all these different powers. At some point I was like, oh, my God, are they using Fantastic Four powers in this? Like when we had the I ice arm and then, the you know, the rocks, I was like, you know, it would have been cool if we could have got a little bit more like ha- having a chance to nerd out at what powers they were kind of ciphering through. <laughs> Like, the mantis was a nice moment where we were like, oh, that's clearly the mantis thing. That was cool, but it just kind of got fast-forwarded and and Wait, rushed. real
0: quick. I wanted to ask you, what did you think about the fact that Drax genetically has tattoos on his arm and the fact that Ebony Maw genetically has rings on his fingers as well? What, what, what yeah, did you think yeah. about
2: that? I thought that, that was cool. That was, that was fun. That's how that I it like works. Any kind of nod to let us know... What power is being used or any kind of clue would have been would have been nice. You know what I mean? Um,
1: well, that, the rings were the clue. But yeah. to Alex's point, that made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and let me say the number of question marks that I wrote down in my notes, I'm like, this show is I cannot believe – I feel like they were like, hurry, we have a half an hour to make this and shoot it because I was like, take a second. This is like, it felt like an improv show. I was like, oh, they didn't remember that, but it's okay. They're making it up on the spot. <laughs> and in this, I was like, you spent so much money in have top-tier it's, talent Listen, in this I, show. I uh... – Two quick things
0: that I'll throw out there. Just one thing that I've seen a bunch of people point out online about the whole arc of the show. We presented at the beginning that the whole idea of the show is that Nick Fury left her. He abdicated his responsibility and a situation got caused. And so ultimately, the idea of the show is like, how does he accept that responsibility? Ultimately, Gaia kills the bad guy. And then he leaves Earth because worse than he found it at the beginning of the show, which is an insane arc for any character. He doesn't even seem to care. He's like, well, I guess we'll have some talk with Kree or something like that. But see you later, Earth. Good luck with your racist president (laughs) who's inflamed tensions with everybody, which is wild. But to throw something else out there that really occurred to me here is like, why wasn't this the second episode of the show? I feel like we've said that with every subsequent yeah. episode, but this is a place to be where we're getting to, like, squall racism on Earth. Everybody's paranoid to, uh, against each other. Nick Fury has a real situation that he needs to deal with on a global scale versus, like, he's kind of in London and then he's kind of in an abandoned nuclear reactor in Russia and then otherwise, this is like... Mission Impossible would be embarrassed. You know, this is not a global spy thriller. This is something that takes place in a couple of houses and rooms, and that's pretty much it. It's very well. Fresh. It's Honestly, really... they
1: they spent a lot of time really taking care of uh Fury and Vara's house. That mm-hmm. felt like character number one in this yeah. show. Well, spent, the, it, number one on the call sheet is the house? The house, 100%. It's very rare for a location to be number one on the call sheet. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's right.
2: What were you going to say? So you know, a lot of lot of things. They they're like, oh, we want to have you know the location feel like a character in the show. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like New York City is a character in this. No,
1: I think let me they, just be clear though. Talos's funeral took less time than they spent talking about like how nice the house is, and then they're back there cleaning up, and then they're still talking about the house. I was like, go do something else. I have fifty things to say that I w- want answers for right now.
2: Well. Yeah, ahead, there's please. a lot of things. If this is an this whole thing was just kind of like Fury has to clean up a bunch of messes, um, and then he doesn't. And at the end, well, he does wow. at least have a better relationship with his wife at the end of the day.
1: He didn't fix that. He was like, "Well, I'm leaving," and then she rolled up. Yeah, <laughs> he, she was, he like, was waiting for the shit be
0: clear, I'm not coming to space for a very long time. Just briefly, okay. So, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't repair anything like li- literally in the text of the show. Visually, he was like, well, look at this broken vase. Nothing to be done about that. Threw down the broken piece, left the house like that is a clear indicator is like can't fix anything. Sorry, not a fixer here. Uh, can I throw out one of the most I know we're being very negative here, but I thought this was bad. I'm sorry. The one of the most embarrassing Things I think I have ever seen in the MCU was when they're getting everybody out of the Skrull brain machines, and we could probably mm-hmm. unpack what it means for Rhodey. The speculation is he's in the hospital gown, which is towards the end of Civil War, so that was a indication that he was probably switched out with a Skrull by the end of Civil War. So did it live through Infinity War and Endgame, which yeah, why? Why? Yeah, bummer.
1: Bummer for the roadie fans. Well, especially he was like they made a point and be like he's been in there a long time. Yeah. He can't walk. He Everyone can't else walk. is tap dancing out this machine, and he is the only <laughs> one that has to be carried right also I was like remember a minute ago when the radiation was so bad it was like gonna kill Nick Fury when it was that and then they're all like we live in this radiation and have for uh, years some of us but the thing that I wanted to
0: point out was the embarrassing thing was Martin Freeman being there and mind you you, we had to see him we had to be like okay Everett Ross is alive he was replaced by a Skrull but that is the worst example of he did not film on the same day as anybody else I think I have seen in the entirety of the MCU like the grainy of the shot the fact that he's like roadie how long have you been in here and roadie's like i'm not going to look at you or say anything back that they have all the survivors stumbling out martin Freeman nowhere to be seen i was like what what are we doing here oh my god you guys did you it reminded me of, of this
1: it reminded me of an actor setting in a self-tape for an audition it, yeah. that's what it felt like it was him being like huh huh
0: ah. Bye. <laughs> yeah.
1: was was nothing.
0: It, like, nothing against Martin Freeman. He had to be available to come were in you guys, for one day to shoot that, right?
1: Well, no. Were they you, filmed that on the same day they filmed his scene at the top of episode one, and sure. that was his day. Yeah. They, they did it all on the same day. It's just none of the other actors were called on the day he shot that first scene.
0: Yeah. It looked so bad. I was so uncomfortable watching that. Were, were you guys,
2: guys hoping that uh, Smolders was going to be one of the ones that was, you know, I like, was hoping, I didn't believe it, but I was holding out hope yeah. that they were going to do that. Uh, of course, they did So she's dead,
0: dead. 100%. Dead, dead, what, for 100% real? dead.
1: dead, That's, dead. Yeah. That's bullshit. It
2: is bullshit.
1: That's right. Well, we can all, I want to just forget this whole uh, series happened uh, technically. Just to roll through and stop me anytime, but Fury's <laughs> whole plan is to push an empty car into the thing and it works. He beats it. This is the top of the episode. I was like, he pushed an empty car Do you down know what a that hill. That
0: reminded me of the entire time I was watching that scene, the steamroller scene at Austin Powers, where the steamroller is yes, slowly coming yes. for the guy and he's yeah. screaming. Ludicrous.
1: And I was like, this is your espionage show? He pushed a car at the gate and it worked? Get out of here. The Russian president's name is Vladimir. Try again, gang. Let's think a little harder <laughs> about that. Rody says a line, did you take stupid pills? I was like, Who wrote this? My 10 year old cousin? Get out of here. There's a line Rody has. I can't he said You yeah, but but barely survived clearly- by the skin skin of your teeth. Is that an intentional ho- poorly written line? Like you survive by the skin of your teeth, or you barely survive? That's two different things. Is that intentional? Like he's a scroll, he doesn't know yes, how to talk.
2: It's trying to be like this. roadie is clearly a skull. We're gonna shoot him in the head soon. We don't want you to think that it was really. Can we Rhodey. jump to you, why did they take so long to shoot him in the head? Like because, because you needed yeah. fury to do it. There have been so many
0: episodes where Olivia Colman is like, "Well, I think this is a scroll. Cut off his finger. No hesitation. This is a scroll. I'm gonna shoot yeah. him." threw the hand into his leg is I think what we established happened to the guy. we established that. Yeah, a normal thing that happens on shows. Our
1: conspiracy theory, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yes. Uh, So she has had no hesitation. Meanwhile, they're like, listen, nuclear bombs are about to go off and destroy the world. We need to take the time to convince the president this is a scroll, versus just hitting him on the head real hard and seeing what happens. Insanity, like utter insanity. I felt like I was taking stupid pills. Shout out to your Uh 10-year-old cousin.
1: Yeah, yeah, great writer. Um, why was the plan? Why was the graphics plan to expose new squirrels to the U.S. military so they would bomb them? So they start? were at a war. Yes. His plan. Yeah, but why was would choose another place isn't where you live? Don't you no. choose your home as the bomb place. He, he wants all
2: the humans dead so that he can uh, they can claim the planet. Graphic was, don't make no graphics
1: make Gravix
0: was nonsense. And the reveal of this episode, that not that he was Nick Fury's son. We already established that he was this blood boy who picked up blood on the floor of Avengers <laughs> Endgame. Yeah. But that this episode, the reveal of his whole motivation was like, I'm wearing the face of the first person you made me kill. That was such yeah. a horrific, harrowing experience for me to kill a human. I am now going to kill every other human on the planet. There is no... Kingsley Benadier, the actor... Great in Barbie, by the way, totally different. Check him out there. He's a great actor. Great actor doing his best with this material that was utter nonsense, like complete and utter
2: nonsense from top to bottom. His motivation was garbage. I like that speech. I thought it was a nice moment where Fury, it it turns out it wasn't Fury, uh, but (laughs) where Fury (laughs) was like, yo, you're right. I've been an asshole to you and I'm sorry. That's why I came back to earth because I wanted to make things right with you. I thought I was like, Oh my God, what a great thing to say to somebody. And the fact that he revealed like, Oh, you don't recognize this. This is the first person you made me kill. That's fucked up. And I think that that was an interesting kind of like choice. Uh, So I, I, I liked that part. I'm sorry that you didn't like it, but I I thought it was a cool moment. I like the idea there, I I, I just didn't see the connection between, I was so upset about killing this
0: person, I'm now going to kill every person. There, There was like an A to Z thing with nothing in the middle there.
2: Well, they only had 30 yeah. minutes to do a whole episode, oh, so yeah, yeah the, that's very true.
1: There were some other things they could have cut. I think, um, do you <laughs> buy that Nick Fury felt relief as he was being blipped, as he says in this episode? The rehashing of the blip, I was like, come on, guys, let's move on. Let's yeah, get out definitely of here. I think on like on how he
2: said, I like ashed away or whatever he said, like I flaked away. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is an interesting way to describe because it, it was a light kind of floating. You're watching your... Kind of skin flowed away. So in that scene, he goes, good. Oh, Mother
0: motherfucker!" And then he gets cut off. So that didn't say relief to me. Like that that's was exactly. I was like, let's
1: watch the tape, Nick. You told <laughs> me you had relief? I don't think so. I
2: remember the, I you can... smiling as you got, you know, flanked Yay. away. That was his line, right? Yay! Hooray! Yeah, it was
1: just like settling into a comfy chair. He was, the was like, for him. "Oh, what a relief! I'm
2: dead. This is great."
1: I can't get past the idea that all of the DNA is in that one tube. Yeah. That bothers me. It, it does, bothers right? me. One, Why would you do it that way?
2: Not even different colors. It's just all like It one should be tub- separate
1: tubes. Get out of here when they're all in the same tube. And it's
0: everything. Now, can we talk about the fact again, I know I was joking about this at the recap, but the fact that Gaia has the powers of literally every character, including Thor in the MCU, she has Captain Marvel powers. It is so insanely overpowered. What do you do with that going forward no. in any reasonable way?
1: I bet we don't see her again Ever. until maybe a secret war situation, but I don't know why they would do that, pay all of that. Because, like, first off, they she puts the juice, the hero juice in the machine, right? And it knows everyone's name. The machine <laughs> knows everyone's name. That's how DNA works. It's like, I think. Yeah. Dude, yeah, if you they're like, it, like, oh, of plaza. course, this is Cull Obsidian's DNA. I was like, you know Cull Obsidian, my computer friend? I don't think so. I was like, get out of here with that. But yes, we get no time for them to work on their powers being Super Scroll, I love the idea of Super Scroll. one of my favorite weird old comic book things. Mm-hmm. I thought the fight had cool parts to it. It mm-hmm. just needed to be way slowed down and way yeah. more like trying to figure it out a little bit because it was just like whose arm am I going to punch with and I was like I don't know this all seems the same
2: yeah
0: that I did I, I, well I, I just I, want to just to give two positives I agree with you on the fight where there was just, there were some cool shots and I had asked the last yeah. episode like At least give me a superhero fight, like give me something to hold on to here. And we got that. You know, I don't think it made a lot of sense. I agree with you. It went very fast. But at least we got that just in terms of action movie pleasingness. The other thing that I will say is even though I saw it coming from a mile away with the Gaia reveal, at least they did some scroll stuff in this episode. So when it eventually came out, I was like, good. Good, great. This is exactly what you should have done. This is what we should have been doing all along. Like I knew the trick was coming, but you did the trick in the right way.
2: Uh, And I I also also
1: want to say – you, Pete.
2: I also just wanted to say I like the shout out to Invincible with, you know, kind of like punching through somebody's chest there at the end. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, how did it work that she beat him? Cause there was a lot of punching through bodies and stuff. She just beat him. She punched she him really hard. shot him with
2: Captain, carpet, Marvel, Captain Marvel powers yeah, through his, Captain Marvel uh,
1: power Yeah. And yeah. he yeah. couldn't extreme okay. fast yeah. enough based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Good. Good. Great. I'll write that down for yeah. the future. So I know that um, I will. I one other positive thing. It was nice to see Fury be Fury here in the, the scene that came after. Yeah. I know we got into a long protracted unnecessary conversation about like shoot the Skrull. But it was like I feel like that was the first time in the series when we saw Fury walk in, darting up dudes, looking like the Nick Fury that we expected to see.
0: Yeah, I also while we're talking about positives, I liked the shot of the close encounter ship taking them back up to yeah, space. I thought those that was very cool, nicely shot. That little line, yeah, the line, was yeah, that really line cool. the silhouettes of the two yeah. of them as the that was cool spaceship. That was, that was well filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to throw out something that was being discussed a little bit on our Patreon Slack, and I've seen this popping up a lot online. So we have this new status quo for Skrulls where Ritson says, zero tolerance for off-worlders. We're going to kill all of you. We know exactly how to find Skrulls, question mark. How could you do that? I don't know. Uh, but it, it leads to that. you got a lot of other off-worlders there than Skrulls, right? Like right. Specifically, we have New Asgard. Which is full of aliens as well as human beings. Yeah. Is that a problem for them or no?
1: Well, isn't there a giant god for in the ocean Slash at the end Shawna. of Eternals? Celestial? Like, get out of here. What are you talking about? Like, with these scrolls, we got to kill them. We all got to deal with God Island, Celestial mm-hmm. Island over there.
0: I will say with both of those things, and I see the Celestial thing come up a lot online, like, why is nobody talking about this? And I think they have actually talked about it in two different things. I think they mentioned it in She-Hulk and some other series, maybe Miss Marvel or something like that. So it's not like people are totally ignoring it. But I think to me, those are the same arguments as why doesn't, Iron Man show up in this Thor movie? Why isn't Captain America in this movie? It's like, because that complicates it. Like we don't need. It's a different
1: story. It's a
0: different story. We don't need to talk about there. You could talk about it. Like you could talk about the new Asgard stuff. If that's something you wanted to deal with in terms of how does this world treat different types of aliens, but you're getting into a very different thing than what the show wanted to do in terms of like, well, these aliens look a lot more human than the scrolls who are green with pointy ears. What does that mean? That's a whole racism metaphor that absolutely 100% you can get into, but that's not what the series wanted to deal with. Maybe to its detriment, well, but... but.
1: Yeah. But I would also say, like, this was one of the darkest endings for a Marvel show. It felt like a Black Mirror episode where they're mm-hmm. like, yep, and now people are killing randomly, kill each like groups of people are killing random people in power on camera. I was like, this is horrifying. Why are we going here? And then they have another scene with the president where he's like, he's like, you can't do this. He's like, yes, I can. I'm racist. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's the end of the message here. All what of na- the why? things that
0: happened towards the end of the episode felt like some of the most blatant chess piece moving that I've seen from Marvel, where this show was all middle and no checkers. Beginning. Those are checkers. That was
1: definitely checkers. Well, the things
0: like we know Harrison Ford is going to be president in Captain America: New World Order. So this to me feels like we do. We know that. Yes, he's going to be president. Thunderbolt Ross. He's taking over. Oh man, that's awesome! And he's going to be
1: president of our America too. We think. wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, Short round is vice
0: president. Which is also. <laughs> Bad time. Bad time. <laughs> yes. But Harrison Ford is going to be president. So this feels like like Ritson over racist himself and they get him out of office. But, like, how is that an interesting storyline? I don't know. The whole Nick Fury getting him back to space thing felt like, well, he's already in space for the Marvels. So we need to get him back into space. And that's what's going to go on there. The scroll thing. When are they ever going to deal with that? Is that going to be in the background of yep. every movie and TV show? Like we're going to be watching Echo and they're just randomly killing squirrels? No, that's not anything they're going to refer to. Not in Loki or anything like that. Same thing with the Gaia teaming up with Olivia Coleman. Love that yeah. setup, even though I hate her powers. But like, when are we ever going to see these things? It would be I cool, like, though, if we it did would be It would cool, be cool, but I, again, I'm pulling off of like a lot of online conversations because we're taping this the next day. But I've seen a lot of conversation about... There used to be a point – you don't have to have clarity. You can't have mystery. But there used to be a point where like you see Hawkeye and Thor and you're like, ooh, this is a promise of we're going to see Hawkeye coming up and then it pays off at Avengers. Now, when are we going to see any of these things? Question mark. Yeah. Like, just, They've been doing this and this is the problem that we've been talking about with Phase 4 on where they're just throwing a bunch of shit out to see what sticks to the wall and that's fine but that doesn't point to an overall plan. It points to just like – scrambling to do stuff which is not the mcu's strong suit
1: well and i think it worked a lot in the movies because that's a much more contained like way of production essentially and tv it's different teams all the time hard to coordinate and you know there's been a lot of tv so i think that's why it's a little far afield but i'm often reminded in these moments of a uh a great scrawl quote what do scrawls call good luck bad luck <laughs> Oh, yeah, those are, those and I'd like I to leave. A, I'd like to leave us with that. <laughs> Great, and no, no questions about what the fuck that means. <laughs> how that makes any sense? No questions. Just let it sink in. Bad luck is yeah. good luck.
0: Uh, not, not, a good show. Not a high point. We are going to have to wrap up here. Had some, I that- had some fun moments.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah I had
0: some fun moments throughout. But I overall. I don't know, man. I How had a root
1: we- canal yesterday, and uh, the dentist <laughs> was nice to me at the end. Yeah. Well, hey, that was
0: there you go. Oh, that's very cool. That's of yeah. cool. Lots of questions here that we can plug into in another episode where we talk about what this means for the future of the MCU, what this means overall for the cultural ramifications of the MCU and other things. I'm sure we'll get into it at some point. Uh, but as is, if you would like to support this podcast or on the podcast, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7pm to Facebook and YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about Marvel, despite everything that you just heard over the previous 20 minutes. Apple, Spotify, not Stitcher, because Stitcher is going away way Uh. at the end of August. If you're so on Stitcher, please subscribe anywhere else. We are on every major podcast uh, service, excuse me, at Marvel Vision Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, stay marvelous. Can't wait for
2: season two.